2: listening to the Vox Media
0: podcast network.
2: All right everybody, it is 9:58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. UFC Vegas 28 has come to an end and it ended with a ferocious knockout by Jarzina Rosenstrike which is one second left in round one against Augusto Sakai. He is back on track. And we're here to react to this uh, barn burner of an event. Is that what we're going with here on this barn burner of a post-fight show here on MMAFighting.com. We are live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Hope you guys had a great evening thus far. And I uh, hope we can make it continue on. In this realm, I am Mike Eck, joined by the whole crew. Got Jose Youngs in Arizona. This fight card was a thing. table. <laughs> <It's> a table. <laughs> we got Alex Kaylee. How, how would you describe this fight card, AK? It was uh, it was fourteen fights long.
1: Uh, it had two heavyweight fights at the end of it. That's my description that is my very accurate description of this card. You cannot you cannot dispute it.
2: And how would you describe it, E. Casey Lyden on the ones and twos?
3: Intriguing. Intriguing.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, there you have it. Intriguing it was for a little while. There were some moments where it was intriguing. There were some moments where it was uh it was not so intriguing, but the night ended in a big way. And the first round, the first like four minutes and 45 seconds of Jarzinho Rosenstrike versus Augusto Sakai was pretty much what we expected. And then Jarazino just got mad and landed that one, two, the left hook, right hand. That was it. Sakai went down. He was bleeding. And that was it. Jarazino Rosenstrike gets it done. He's back on track.
3: Hey, sh- Jose, shout what out, do you think? to the small cage, yeah. though. That's the guy backed up and he ran into a wall. So, yeah, small cage. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Small Cage.
2: Mr. Small Cage, science, <laughs> science. Jose, your, thought, uh, your thoughts on Biggie Boy's bounce back rebound performance? Well, if we're talking
4: about science, it's obviously the crystal. Brought him to victory. No, but actually, that was, I was going to say seriously, but I was serious right there. So what am I even talking about? Anyway, uh, it went. It lasted uh, quicker than I thought. I think I picked a third round. Uh, knockout, TKO, whatever, or some sort of stoppage, just based on Augustus Kai's last fight against Overeem, where he looked really good for about two, three minutes, and then Overeem's just veteranship just kind of took over, and he pieced him up and en- route to. Uh, I can't even remember what round he finished, but it wasn't in the first round, obviously, to my recollection. And then uh, we've seen Jairzinho have slow starts against Overeem. We saw him have a very slow fight against Cyril Gaon. Uh but then we've also seen him have these just like, like. Sp- like sprint performances like he did against uh, uh, Arlovsky, JDS, uh, who's the individually knocked out in about nine seconds. I can't even, Alan Crowder, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect. I was based on Augusto Sakai's previous performances and uh, Jairzinho's uh, most recent performance against Cyril Gunn. Uh I thought it was going to be, you know, Augusto kind of blows his gas tank early and then Rosenstrake kind of uh, takes advantage and finishes in the third, but... Another, I don't know, atom bomb with one second to go. I think that's kind of his specialty right now. I'm going to save uh, some, some, cause I did Twitter reacts for the site and I think there's a fun matchup that doesn't make sense ranking wise, but there's a certain heavyweight that had some negative things to say about Jairzinho Strike's performance. Uh, so yeah, I'll save that for fantasy matchmaking, but yeah, I awesome win for Jairzinho and Sucks to be Augusto and knocked dead in another country. Now you have to fly all the way back home, and you're probably falling outside the top ten.
2: I'm going to maintain a semblance of professionalism here after mm. watching the uh, the New York Islanders score their third goal. So the Bruins <laughs> are are out of this game tonight. It is now two to two going into Game Five. I'm going to forget about all that. I blame Brian, and focus I blame on, Brian Keller.
4: I blame Brian Keller. Yeah, he's.
2: I was gonna like text him and talk a bunch of crap tonight, but I just, uh, uh now I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> it's now it's two to two. Uh, fun series, by the way, if you're a hockey fan. But AK, your thoughts? What did you think of Jarzinyer's performance tonight?
1: it's it's exactly what we expected we know we know he's a he's a patient guy counter fighter you know the reason he lost the the city C- gone fight is uh, i mean a, well, a bunch of reasons there's a bit of an athleticism gap uh city is also a pretty a really technical fighter uh and that fight also kind of went as we expected we were all kind of like oh like it's a good matchup but it could be you know a bit of a staring contest a bit of a, a, a spar uh, and that's how that turned out this would have Gone a similar way, if not for that late uh, that late knockout. Because I was doing the right smart thing. I'm circling. I'm circling. I'm I'm I'm, I'm poking away with uh, with leg kicks, and uh, hopefully I can get him to come in, and I'll counter. Uh, and strike is similar in that sense as well. He's like, well, I'm waiting for an opening to counter, uh, and he he's just found his opening first. You know, he found his opening first. That's his gift. He has that ability. Uh, as we said earlier, he he can both finish like in the first like ten seconds, but also he he can wait for that right moment. Uh, as he did in this one and as he kind of did in the Overeem fight I know that wasn't his best certainly was not his best day uh but I, but obviously he did enough to officially get the win um and and re- really mess up Overeem's face uh, in the last few seconds so yeah it's it, it, look he he is who we think he is should this change anyone's perception of him as far as like oh well now I really believe he can be you know he can be a um uh, a real title contender I I don't know it was a good performance I but as as a lo- as we were kind of you know, uh, previewing the show, we're like, we don't know if this fight gets anyone on this card closer to like to a title shot in their division, uh, that's probably true of, of uh, Rosenstrike as well.
2: Casey, I feel like with Rosenstrike, like it, it's 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 interesting because it reminds me of like I'm sure you've seen the movie Happy Gilmore, and Happy's <laughs> playing in the tournament, and on the first hole he drives the green, and then he, like six putts, and then on the second hole he it's a hole in one on a par four and he's like wow I should just do that every time and I feel like that's what Rosenstrike did tonight like the patience and all that stuff it's like he gets it on the green and then he six putts but it event- eventually the ball will go in the hole and then when he's like you know what it's I, so much easier to just get the ball in the hole off the tee he just opens up when he like as soon as he's ready to open up and be like dude I'm done with this like he could just end the fight so I find it very strange like why don't you just do that the whole time like I know you're a counter striker but I feel like if he just got a little more aggressive he would end a lot of fights very quickly, and I feel like we'd be talking about him in a different place right now. Like, do, do you feel the same way, or is he doing everything right based on his experience and and where he's going in his career at this point?
3: He's fighting who he's he's, he, he's fighting like Biggie Boy fights. I mean, um, if what you're describing is a different fighter, to be honest, I mean that's just not him. He to me he kind of just he kind of lo- just lulls you into. Uh, safety like you you just sakai you know he starts out real tight you know he's doing the leg kicks he's really you know he's on edge you know but then by the end of the round you know the round's almost over it's like okay we're about done with this you know let's go into the second round and that's when Rosenstreak just kind of saves burst saves all that energy and just kind of has that one explosion and that's all he needs um he used uh used used the um used the cage well he uh backed up Sakai along that cage and when he had to get get out of the way he ran to, he ran into that cage it wasn't far enough away to get get around that left hook it hit him um and um it'll be in, i mean it'll be interesting i don't want to say it's an early i don't know what I'm saying early stoppage but if the ref wanted to just let a couple more ground and pound shots go what it ended with one second left who knows what happens but it is what it is it ended um yeah yeah i think AK said it i mean that's kind of didn't, I don't think we learned very much. That's Rosenstreich, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Wait, so he's lost to Francis in ten seconds or whatever, and he lost a you know a lackluster fight against Rogan. Um, he's still obviously a an A level heavyweight in the UFC. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't think we. I know we like to learn things, new things about fighters after, you know, a fight. But, yeah, I think we're kind of in the same place with them.
1: Can I, can I say that I actually th- I think – I want to say I think uh, uh, Herb did a couple of – did a good job with a couple of the stoppages today. Well, I, I want to I'm, I'm – you know, we're, we're very quick to criticize him, and I do think he is – you know i do think overall he's not a great official but when he does well i do think or does his job i do think it's worth pointing out um i thought the stoppage was fine you know it's like you have to you have to ignore of course how much time is left in the clock that's yeah. not the referee's responsibility right so that was fine and then i actually thought i saw him taking some flack for the uh Firo, uh ricci stoppage uh maybe ricci took a few more punches than she needed to but i thought i i thought the stoppage was just at the right time um he could have, he could have stopped it earlier if he stopped it earlier i wouldn't complain oh I, have thought, I thought we were going too early <laughs> yeah no it's the, it's the opposite i think i think i saw i definitely saw people complaining because she was taking a lot of shots from from field and she already had like the size disadvantage so it was just like a bad vision. it just looked like she was getting beaten up so i think i like oh just wave it off like earlier and i thought that was just right so uh so two, two bits of props there for for uh, her being today. i thought those stops were fine
2: yeah i had no issue with that stoppage either because yeah. even it was a mercy stop Yeah, you know Richie got back yeah reach <laughs> Ricci actually, like, got back to her feet. She tied her up a little bit. And then as soon as, like, Fioro, like, got got loose and started throwing again, like, Dean was just like, nope, we're done. Like, I gave you a chance. Now she's starting to land again and see it. She hopped, stepped, and Herb stepped right in and stopped the fight. Ricci, so Ricci, I was, knew she
3: Ricci was still defending herself and throwing kicks. I mean, it was like she was throwing – she threw yeah. a kick. I mean, I, I, I didn't like the stoppage, but I knew who was going to win the fight, so I didn't care either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, like we didn't need to see anymore. Like, it was just going to get worse and worse. Like, he gave her a chance to, to stay in it. As soon as she started throwing again, he stopped it. And I think that's fine. So good on him. Uh, how about Marching Tybora, gentlemen? Five in a row. Walt Harris seemed like he got everybody fired up. Everyone's getting excited. And then Tybora takes him down and stops the fight with less than a minute to go. And Walt Harris loses again. Tybora has won five in a row. I don't think anybody's stock improved more, probably in this entire night, than Marching Tybora, For being honest, like I think Ponzinibbio and Baeza was a tremendous fight, but in terms of like individual stocks rising, where it puts them in their respective divisions, I think Tybora is probably the guy. Right at this point, like, is, is am I crazy saying that? He's top ten now, so
4: I don't think anyone else broke into the top 10 on this card so yeah you're probably, you're probably right
2: there's a stock aka shaking his head
1: no i'm shaking my head just thinking like why why was again why is harris why was he why was he ranked higher what's his big what's his big win that put him alexio linick so alexio linick was his big win and that put walt harris in the top 10 that's a bit strange
4: well he had he had four oh, he was, oh, he was
1: top 10 at the time though when he beat him right I guess, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. And it was, just, it uh, seems so it was, long ago
4: now. It was, it was like a 10-second knockout, and before that, he had like oh, a
1: 50-second 50, 50 yeah, 50 oh, knockout yeah, was a over goal.
4: Spivak. Right, and right. then before that, that um, does, yeah. he did win a split over Andre, but I know it got overturned for Returned, uh, yeah. USADA. And before that, he knocked out. So he had like three or four knockouts four. and a win over Arlovsky. So yeah. I don't know it why was he was ranked before, higher.
1: Before yeah, yeah. I, actually, I do know why he was
4: ranked higher. had not beaten and ranked heavyweight yet.
1: Yeah, we were, we, were, we said this on the shows leading up, like the that uh, the, the quality competition that Deborah has faced. Uh, it's not not the sexiest, not the sexiest lineup during that well, uh, that the, fight. He's wins.
4: faced a lot of high level fighters. He just hasn't beaten mm-hmm. them, but that's not yeah. a knock on the man. He his ranking just wasn't indicative to his skill set today. Uh, he's obviously gotten better. So you know, just if, if they fought in 2019, maybe Will Harris wins.
1: <laughs> Maybe he's too polite after he was like, he was, he was, we were saying, he's like, yeah uh, I, I, I don't really think that it's, it's, it's time for me to start talking about title shot. So like, working, for oh, working, Marcin, out,
4: oh. working out for his teammate, Jan worked out for his teammate. Jan was nice all the way to a title fight. Yeah. Just, just it, him, man.
3: Yeah. Tabur is going to accidentally be the heavyweight champion. Just, he just all of a sudden, maybe, he was like, maybe. you know, maybe. like, you don't know, man. Um, um, I don't know. I didn't take, I thought Tabor was going to win it. Um, I, I, it was just a fa- facing Walt Harris at this point in his career, and his life I mean, I, 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 we think, I said coming into this, the story is going to no matter what happens in this fight, the story is still going to be Walt Harris, um, win or lose yeah. Oh, and,
4: there was I, on Twitter reacts, there was one tweet about Marcin Tabar and all of the tweets were about Walt Harris winning or like supporting or, or losing Yeah,
3: yeah. and, that, and that's, that's why I don't why Harris, I mean, but Ty look he looked good. He, to me he didn't look like a world beater or whatever. Like when I say world beat like a top five heavyweight, like I like I think Rosenstruik um would, you know, mess up Taibera pretty good actually. But um or Ansta honestly. Um I just I think Tybor is kinda like right right around there. I don't I don't I just but I just thought Walt Harris looked really bad tonight. And I know I know he looked good for about thirty seconds or so, but that's not enough. And um, it's just to me, whatever Walt Harris cage inter- tonight isn't the Walt Harris that we thought was the potential title contender, you know, a year, a year and a half ago. That's just it's, it's he, a different person for, you know, a lot of reasons.
4: He reminds me of uh Ovin St. Pru, where I think he would be really good if he went to like a really high-level MMA gym. Uh, from what I like, because when he fought in Jacksonville against Overeem, we could hear his op- – that was the, obviously one of the the first pandemic cards. We could hear his corner, and his corner was not doing him any favors. Eric Anders uh, was had the same corner, obviously, and I, he would even group Eric Anders in there. Maybe they'd just be better with the change of scenery because um, we've heard – how good they are in the gym but if you're the best in the gym that's probably not how you grow as a mixed martial artist so this is just me speculating too but yeah mole Harris is also almost 500 record he's like 13 and 10 didn't he get cut from the ufc at one point and then fight his way back yep. so, his uh, yeah it's, maybe he's just not he hits really hard and if you can avoid that you can beat him and that's pretty much it
1: yeah this was the yeah, this I think, was the blueprint for beating walt harris like but uh even quicker you know we, we thought oh tabura weathers the round in the first storm and then you know uh, gets a takedown in the second either wins by a sub- submission or tko or or wins a decision and it just it was that but just so much faster it just, it's happened so quickly maybe because of the small cage casey maybe mm-hmm. our, our old small cage uh, helped out with that but the the handling of his career uh you know in the last his last few fights has been has been horrible it's been horrible um obviously, you know, the big, the big story surrounding, uh, you know, Walt over his last three fights is the, the Anaya Blancher tragedy, of course, the, the, the death of his stepdaughter. And, you know, none of us are saying like, uh, oh, OK, well, that, you know, that, that story brought him a lot of mainstream attention and a lot of sympathy uh, and, and painted him in a, in a, you know, in a sympathetic light. And uh, which in sports. Is something that you know, you know, can be really good for an athlete. It's horrible that there's that there this happens to them. It's horrible that the story, uh, you know, has, re, has to come to light in, in this way. But for Walt, it was it was some uh, you know it, it added a different context to his fight with Overeem, right? So you can't fault him for the Overeem matchup because that was uh, that was previously booked right before the uh, uh, ahead of the Blanche thing, and of course was was delayed because of uh, the horrible thing that happened. So no issue there. And then matching – him, and if he had beaten Overy, what a moment that would have been, right? And he almost did, right? We almost had like an all-time great uh, MMA sports moment. Just great human story if he'd done that. But then matching him up with Volkov after was just – Oh,
3: that was so Stupid. I can't, I can't believe the UFC did that. I can, Why? I can't, I can't believe Walt Harris's handlers or his coaches <laughs> accepted that fight. It's like, did anyone watch Volkov? His, did, anyone watch, did anyone know who Volkov was? Did they confuse him for someone else? But – that's in the past i can't I'm not.
1: And, and look we we all want to see him walt harris get a win because of this horrible thing that happened i'm not saying that you know that the espn and the oc should like exploit this story for like you know to just generate interest but it is it would feel so like almost cathartic for all of us to say okay we want to see something good happen for walt harris it's just this horrible horrible thing that happened to him and then uh yeah it was just match up with these guys who are just not fair matchups really tough fights um i'll just tell people before the show we were we were sort of suggesting at first he needs to be matched up with a contender series guy and then i said not a contender series winner he should go against a guy who loses on a contender series that is how how badly we need to get walter to in here uh you, you know just to have this, this this ray of sunshine this brief ray of sunshine um in the wake of all these this bad things that have happened for him but i don't know three straight losses i don't know where they go with him for now
4: maybe he doesn't want that like maybe he just oh wants no, to fight
1: course. really high level
3: of course of course i'm not saying everybody that, he wants shouldn't, that. But like, everybody wants yeah. that but that's why you have coaches I and managers man. but like but coaches, what if man, he matchmakers, i understand
4: yeah. I, I understand that but i mean to give him guys that are losing contender series guys like what like he's probably still top 15 rank he well he's gonna still be in the top 15 technically um But then he loses to one of those guys, and then never like he'd be thirteen and twelve or something like that. Maybe he's just not
2: a UFC heavyweight. Mm. But like I said, yeah, I just just don't know what you. I don't know what you do with them. This he got his
3: he he got his butt kicked tonight, and we we talked about Taber for a little bit, but the rest of it is about Walt Harris, and that's why I felt coming to this fight. This fight is almost it's gonna be it's gonna be a win for Taber, but it's not gonna. Move him up in terms of like, oh, he'll be like a pay per view main, uh, co main event or something like that. He's not gonna be a featured fight, you know, or anything like that. He's still gonna be just, I know, a fight night co main
2: event, you know, at, at best. Um, listen, they the UFC needs to do him a favor for putting him in this spot. You won four in a row. Now we're gonna hand yeah. you the like white meat baby face that everybody's rooting for. And if you beat him, like, literally nothing happens like you may not be like booted out of the building but no one's going to care it's just because you're beating Walt Harris so i think you give him a fight. And, and a little on to the next one spoiler cuz i said it earlier he should fight Jazenia Rosenstrike next he deserves that they they should give him that fight Tabor. yeah yeah sorry right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense that
3: makes sense I, yeah i would yeah. i would, I would rather watch
2: i would rather watch Tibura fight Jarzino than watch Curtis Blades fight Jarzino. there you go cuz those are the only two fights you can make yeah, Nothing else makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I like
2: that. Jose, Jose is shaking his seven, head. That seven, look seven, is seven. just... <laughs> not like
4: either of those fights. Jairzinho is probably <laughs> top five, so I don't know. Give him Curse Blades. He's also top five. I know you might not... like. I know it's probably not going to be a fun, exciting fight, but like F it. Like, Derek Lewis to Captain Curse Blades, why can't Jairzinho and, uh Or the guy that caught kept calling out Jairzinho Rosenstreak, he's not even ranked, so if we're having him fight backwards, give him a guy that will talk all that greasiness. Ben Rothwell hates Jairzinho Rosenstreak, apparently. They don't like each other? Ben Rothwell's like another gift for Jairzinho Rosenstreak on Twitter. Like He's just like, referee, give gifted him another W. I'm like, all of a sudden, I want to see Ben Rothwell fight Jairzinho Rosenstreak. So, hey, Martín Tuber, you're really nice. Jairzinho also doesn't really talk a lot. You're not going to sell anything. So, Jairzinho, you know what? If, you're gonna, if we're fantasy matchmaking and we want you to fight behind you, fight a guy with like a 1,000 fights that already has beef with you. That's my, my pick. If we're going to have him fight back. Have him fight someone that's at least going to drum up interest to get people to tune in. I don't mind it. Or have him fight Curtis Blades. Losing to a like top Curtis five Blade heavyweight to fight. is nothing to hang your head at.
2: Who do you want Curtis Blades to fight, Mr. Heck? Nobody for a long time after that knockout loss. Ah. That's oh come it. on, dude! That was brutal. That yeah, yeah. was nasty. Dude,
3: one, shot one of the knock worst knockouts knockout of the year. One, one shot knockouts aren't as bad.
2: Like it's those that wasn't a one meetings. shot knockout. That was not a one Did shot knockout. Get- it should have been a one shot knockout, but Derek Lewis landed a couple of pretty devastating punches after the fact.
3: Oh yeah. Well, once that once, was a bad okay, knockout. If. if Blades clears his CT scans and all that. He's cleared to go.
2: That's was four months ago. That was four months ago. We can't yeah, wait till like September, they,
3: October yeah, to have him fight? Have
2: him fight in October. Have him fight in Madison
3: yeah, Square Garden.
4: They both have wins yeah, in God. Madison Square Garden. Have him fight in MSG in November.
2: Gan and Volkov are about to fight. You got Abdurahimov and Chris Dock is about to fight. So there's options for him. We just if don't Volkov need to book him a fight right now
4: if Volkov wins Volkov vs would be a fun fight too. Yeah, there you go. I just don't like uh, uh, doing people favors like hey you fought Walt Harris we're going to give you a huge jump up in competition. He's Sucks won to the five other in a guy. He's, a...
2: he's got the longest winning streak. with series. one ranked
4: one ranked heavyweight and all of a sudden you want to throw him in with like the fourth heavyweight? Not I, my bag. Right? He's going to they t- make
2: t- it fine. Dude, he's right. going to be ranked 2 spots behind Jazenio on a five fight winning streak. He's going to be the number eight ranked heavyweight in the world. Come Who's, Shamil
4: fighting? Who's Shamil fighting?
2: Chris Dawkins. Give him the winner of that. He already
4: has a loss to Shamil. He can avenge it. And then Chris Dawkins can pick up another win over a very
2: nice man. <laughs> I'm just saying both these guys got first round finishes. They could both turn around relatively quick. If you need Get to fill the title shot, you guys in there? Shot. F it, <laughs> F it. Give Tibur you know the what? title shot. You know that's, what? That's what we're, we're
3: all beating around the bush. That's what we all want. Lewis, <laughs> you know what? L- if Lewis we're, and Ghanu is not official. It's not official. <laughs> okay. it you know what? To even I'll, Tiber, I'll interim even title, title because, 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 interim okay. heavyweight title.
4: <laughs> you know what? Let's because we're giving Marcin Tibur a favor. Let's just give him John Jones. Why not have John jo- have him introduce John Jones to the heavyweight title. John Jones, interim
3: heavyweight title. Boom. No, intro. No, we're stri- no, intro. Stri- we're strip stripping. Francis. Francis. Oh, he's been stripping this Francis scenario. Strip Francis giving oh. the BMF with two belts on the line, heavyweight title and BMF. Yeah. This escalated. <laughs> Martina yeah. No. T- hey, can we talk about Teber- Teber? Les- like Does he have the worst Te- nickname? Tabura versus it's just Brock like,
2: Lesnar.
1: Wait, what's Tabora's nickname? Tabura. Tiber. That's not a nickname. Martin Tabura. Tabora it's perfect I, i'm bumping him down the rankings because of his nickname and i wanted the fight <laughs> for the title it's like smitty it's like it's like oh it's it's it's, it's joe smitty smith
2: <laughs> we turn him into mick foley all of a sudden now he's like the most popular now we love and tybora it's it's amazing were, we turn him into if you <laughs> were if you were in new england you guys
1: would that's the nickname you guys would that's a very new englandy nickname right you guys are like, hey hey t burke hey t that's not a very canadian Actually, that's a very Canadian thing. A very Canadian hockey team. I don't think anyone in
4: I don't think there would be a man in New England named Marcin Tiber. I'm not going to. i was like, if, he
1: moved, if he moved there, I think he'd become oh, Tiber pretty quick. Pretty, I pretty quickly.
4: To, I, I would rather live in Poland than like where does uh, where does Gabriel Gonzaga live? Doesn't he live like in the middle of nowhere in New England?
2: He's like in like a, really like he's yeah. in massachusetts but like yeah like the
4: middle of nowhere and then like uh glover to share lives in like a real random sit place in connecticut too connecticut. For whatever reason mma fighters move to just random cities in new england for no
2: reason because you got gym space and it's probably cheaper true.
0: i don't know they turn a lot of uh, these so warehouses into gyms beautiful just beautiful bottom, fall weather
1: beautiful autumns
0: and visit bellator.com/watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Jose
2: may know the answer to this question. I don't know if any of the other gentlemen have seen this, but we have bonuses. I saw. I I saw see, it. I we see. have bonuses. People are going to be upset. Uh, okay.
3: okay. Have you may seen the, have I, you I see did, it? Have you seen it? I didn't see it. Right? Friday night's easy. Yeah.
2: Okay, All right, right. Casey, so, can, you get, can, can you guess the performance bonuses?
3: Performance bonus has to go yeah. to Montana De La Rosa and Rosenstrug. That's the only one You got series. one out of two. One,
4: you got one out of two.
3: Montana didn't
2: win? None of the nope. ladies won. Martine, Tibora. Oh, my goodness. Mankind, I mean. Cactus Jack, Dude Love. <laughs> he got the other bonus.
4: Uh you you didn't you you didn't say champion.
2: Future, future champion. <laughs> John Jones's next <laughs> opponent got the other bonus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I yeah that would have been nice for Montana
1: because that was a really I, I a love what she showed. Give it to both ladies, I honestly. No, no, I think, both I think one, one lady, I think
3: one lady deserved it. I think the other lady got a. She just did what she was supposed to do.
1: Yeah, 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 Jared. Yeah, this goes with Casey's like you know, uh, like level of competition has to matter a little bit. And it's no disrespect to Rishi. I actually think Rishi Rishi will look really good uh, when she actually goes back down to one hundred and fifteen. She's not at one twenty five. She's she looked miniature. I know. Um, Yeah, and credit to
3: her. Less than a week's notice. That's right. They 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 had to
1: find a straw weight, otherwise, there's no. There's almost I can't think of any flyweights that would have been able to make that on three days. So they'll give her another shot at straw weight, and then we'll see what she can do. But she she looked she looked pretty good. I guess mean, if Thoreau
3: faro would have done that against her original opponent, Marina Moreau, yeah. if she would have done that against Moreau yeah, of course she would have got 50 k more. Oh, yeah. and, yeah. and then we'd be talking about her in a much different light. But, uh, I mean, I know I'm trying to jump down the card now with Thoreau, but um, she just did what mm-hmm. she was supposed to do. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't really mm-hmm. take too much from
2: it, to, to be honest. I know everyone's like, whoa, but competition. Casey's just down. Just down on man, <laughs> poor fuel. Yeah, but doing doing do, do, do what she have... needs to do, you know. She could have gone out there and just try to steamroller, but she was very calm, cool, and collected in there. Picked her shots. Was very patient. You know, that's only her second UFC fight. I know she's got a a, a, yeah, but, a, a but, long but, career was, in combat. That was Richie's
3: first fight, so. <laughs> I mean, she right, she, she wasn't fighting you know, she wasn't fighting a veteran. That's why I say if she went down against Moroz, we're, we're having we're having a much different conversation. If she were, if she could have done it against Moroz. but
2: right, but this isn't like this isn't like Yusuf Zalal going from like one opponent and then getting Ilya Taporia on less than a week's notice, like he did. This is like it's. it's you know, it is what it is. Like you're preparing for a certain fighter, you get a completely different fighter. Yeah. And she got, and she got, you she still got to change she gets things two up. Checks,
3: and then you know, they, they have more highlights for. her. And actually, from the UFC's perspective, this is awesome. Like it's because no one's gonna when they look at the highlights, no one's gonna go, "Hey, hey, that she was only a week's notice. And that's not even near her weight class." We're not gonna remember that, you know. But they had the highlights for her, and then her next fight will be against a tougher a tougher opponent. Um, I would love her against. I would love to see her against uh, Lipsky actually, but um. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think I think she deserves someone right outside that you know outside that top ten. for? Pierre
2: Pierre. Oh, Fier- I know. Fier- there's only one up. There's only one opponent for her. There's only one one fight to make and one fight only. What? And I will tell you tomorrow and on to the next one.
1: Oh,
3: I think, um, I think that's, that's
2: my wild card. That's I my wildcard pick, it, like, and it's a, a doozy.
3: Strikers, because we haven't to just strike.
2: So, but. And if AK really thinks about it, there's one fighter on this roster that I have had a, this kind of relationship with in terms of matchmaking. Oh. You already know who it is. Yes.
1: You know who <laughs> yeah. it is. I don't, I'm not you know going to say it. I'm not, so I'll say, again, I'll say I'll guess it on tomorrow's show. Remind me to guess it. <laughs> you I'll know
2: You it is. You, are, you yeah. definitely know who it is. I think so,
1: but uh, but yeah, De La Rosa. Uh, I, I would have been fine with her getting the other bonus over um, over Tabora. I, I love I love Tabora, but uh, sure. again, I, I think the her first ever knockout. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and just the the aggression and killer instinct she showed on the ground today. Oh, that was so was that was great. fun to it was watch. A great performance. Yeah, I thought Lipsky so was going to win, I,
3: and I was like really impressed by De La Rosa. I kind of gave up on great. her to be honest, but uh, as far as like, um, a top contender at flyweight. I'm not saying she is a top contender, but what she showed tonight can make me believe that, though.
1: She has time. She's young. She's young. What is she, like 26? 26. She's
2: young. Because I believe we talked about the line and a lot of people commented on the line. Minus 260 was the line on Montana Montana De La Rosa ending in that fight. A lot of people thought that was too wide. I thought thought Montana was going to put her away quick. Or either at second, I thought Monte was going to finish her. I thought she was going to submit her. I didn't think she'd TKO her. Her striking's gotten I way better yeah, since it, going out to elevation. Yeah,
3: that's what I mean. That's I was like that. That was an improved version of her tonight. I thought we were going to see an improved, an improved version of Lipsky. Her with her being an at ATT, um, maybe it's not enough time right now. Um, I still, I still have faith in um, Lipsky. I think, I think she's a very um, marketable fighter and really good. But uh, yeah, Delarosa uh, surprised me tonight, and uh, I'm, i I I like being surprised.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she episode. needs to either she needs to be like either the Duchess of Violence or like the new <laughs> Queen of Violence after that performance. Like that first elbow she landed, whew, that was nasty, busted her right open. Mm-hmm. Good performance, man. She looked real good. She deserved a bonus tonight. She got the big fat hose job, as we mm-hmm. like to say on the on this program. But I I would be uh, before we go to the peeps. I would, uh, we have to talk about the fight of this night. Miguel Baeza versus Santiago Ponzanibio. Good God Almighty. That was so much fun to watch. Unfortunately, the middleweights had to follow it. And it was kind of like Chris Jericho and Triple H trying to follow The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Like, it's just, <laughs> no, it just doesn't matter what, who, what fight it is.
4: What, you know what that was? That was Henry Cejudo and Sergio Perez following Justin Gaethje and Eddie Alvarez.
2: <laughs> yeah, it gets, it gets, that, That's a that. That's probably a better example. And then nothing immediately after, Overeem got his head decapitated. <laughs>
4: that's why no one remembers to who Sergio Pettis.
2: <laughs> that's right. There's nothing that you could have done, but that fight was not good. But let's talk about I mean, Ponzi vs. It was awesome. First of all, Ek, did you agree with the judges?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had last two rounds for Baeza. Ah, oh, sorry, for Ponzinibbio. Excuse me. So, uh, no issue there this whole thing definitely lived up to what i remember uh on the one of the either uh, the, the q a or the previous show someone was kind of asking like what's a let's what's a deep cut for like fight of the night and we all really hard because all of us were just like, it's gonna be pons and nebio and like we can we can give you other answers but we're really just doing it for the sake of the show like none of us really i think i i think i might have even said i'm sure it's on record i might have said delete say in i don't know something or maybe i said rodriguez <laughs> to Doravish. Either way, whatever, whichever one I picked, it wasn't close to anywhere near what uh, Ponzinibbio and uh, Baez delivered. It was just, its its it, I love this fight. I think some people are already kind of um, saying, asking like, oh, were we just caught up in the moment? Like when we were kind of looking at it as a potential fight of the year candidate? We'll see. Obviously we'll see six months from now. Is it still, does it make the top five? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make the top five, but is it in the talks for the top five? Easily. It has everything you want. It, it had great action. It had a story, you know? It was like, after the first like five minutes, people were like, yo, Ponzinibbio, nebio he doesn't look good. Those those leg kicks, he's done. He's done. Those calf kicks, he's done. Um, but you could see him really like not panicking. He wasn't panicked. He was slipping only because of all those damn ads on yeah. the mat. Um and then and he was like, finding yeah, his range I mean,
3: he, he was losing yeah, he just didn't have the, sure. the, the muscles on his feet
1: were just all yeah. messed up yeah but he he adjusted he kind of tightened tightened up his stance and everything whatever he had to do just to, so he could still be effective on the feet and he really just started cranking up the pressure and he did it against a guy who he knows is less experienced than him who hasn't been in the wars that he's been in that's how a veteran wins a fight Beza, as far as I think Beza is the more skilled fighter I think Baeza is a more skilled fighter. This is where experience and and toughness and everything that uh, Ponzinibbio has been through comes into play. And I and I loved uh, that he, he he did not accept that he's down around like oh well I'm just I'm just outclassed tonight. He's like nope I'm the better f- I, I think I'm the better fighter. I'm coming back. And uh, Baeza was right there with him. Just didn't have that didn't have that extra gear tonight. And that's fine. It's it, it was, he used was nothing wrong. He fought an amazing fight. And Ponzinibbio was just better.
2: This will be a very pivotal night in the career of Miguel Baeza. Like. However, he bo- responds to this will probably ident- like write most of his career. Like if he bounces back with a win, you're just like, oh boy, like that was a learning experience. He took everything from that and he grew from it. And I feel like, I feel like he will. Like I don't feel like his stock drops at all. And Jose, I want to get your thoughts on the fight. I tweeted out this was very Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgo-esque. Like this is a three round fight that when we. Will we run down like our year end list, like this will be on the list. Like this probably won't win, but you had to put like we knew Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos wasn't gonna win, but we knew it had to be on that list. I feel like this fight kind of is right around the same level, if that makes sense.
4: Yeah. I mean, I after this fight ended, I was like, God damn it, I wish there were two more rounds. So imagine five <laughs> rounds of that of those two men throwing down. Uh, oh, maybe Miguel Baez yeah. wins just based on youth. Maybe his body doesn't just fall apart. Uh, uh, in, the, in the final two rounds, and Santiago's does. But yeah, the, 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 it's rare when a fight that we all kind of earmark is like there a people's main event and lives up to it. And they did this blew at all expectations out of the water, I think. Uh, I actually pick, I didn't pick this for a fight of the night. I thought the winner of this would get a performance bonus. Uh, I thought someone was going to get stopped in this fight. Uh, and maybe it would have been a double bonus at best, but uh, one of the better fights... Uh, we've seen in a long time in terms of competitiveness because like we we the the fights between like uh like jiri and dom reyes or like holloway cater uh even like Oliveira uh Chandler uh Barbosa Burgos these are the ones that are just like off the top of my head for like possible fight of the like the fight of the years type stuff. Even Poirier McGregor for as long as it lasted, those had finishes, uh it didn't really reach the end. Uh this kind of reminds me of the um he just fought on this card. Uh Davis um mason, mason jones. Jones. jones like that jones fight jones. Car, like like the previews oh, the yeah. preview shows and the q and a's for that we were like there's no possible way this fight isn't at least fun might not win fight of the night but it's going to be an epic fight and we kind of earmarked that it reminds me of that too like just a three-round fight where they're just beating the soul out of each other and then they just <laughs> they both leave uh i remember like their entire bodies in the octagon, and they go fit home fifty thousand dollars richer. So it kind of reminds me of that, as opposed to the others, because of levels of competition and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, fantastic fight, blew all expectations out of the water, and I can't wait for either man to return to the octagon and fight whoever, because uh, that was a high action fight all around.
2: Yeah, it's been some really good three round fights this year, some really yeah. fun ones. What did you think of it, Casey? As uh as an astute martial artist yourself, what did you think of uh, of these performances by both of these gentlemen?
3: Yeah, it just rolled, like you said. That um, uh, OAK said um, it kind of the. Well, I think you know why why we see a lot of kind of in boxing and in films and everything is because in boxing, since the fights longer, the, the fights tend to have more of a story. You know, it's not you know not you know you have up and down. You know, you can kind of give rounds away to come back later and this fight in but MMA we had that today I mean after the first round I'm like going dang Baeza he's gonna be a champ no in a year holy moly I guess I mean I was thinking Ponzinibbio was done you know I guess well you know he had a good run but I don't think we're gonna see him you know in the rankings you know very much longer then you know i go get a soda come back I'm like holy crap you know Ponzinibbio's got it you know he's coming back and like more than maybe more than any other combat sport you know experience and just being freaking tough counts for so much more and that's what Ponzinibbio had in this fight over Baeza um he just I'm not saying Baeza doesn't have the toughness but he just couldn't find it I guess and and um Ponzinibbio just he had it he wanted it he needed that win um it was just it was a great if it, i it, it had a story i love prospects versus vet fights uh perfect placement on the card and um yeah great fight um well one fight of the year but you know definitely when you have those little honorable mention you know paragraphs at the very the bottom of the you know article this fight would definitely be one of those
2: the numbers were pretty wild in this fight first round um Significant strikes total, by the way. Santiago Ponzinibbio outlanded Miguel Baeza 121 to 104. So very, very close. Uh, Round one, Baeza 39 to 15. Most of those are the nasty leg kicks that he landed. And then Ponzinibbio just got pissed. Round two, 47, 27 Ponzinibbio. Round three, 59 to 38 was the third round in terms of significant strikes. Wild fight, man! 50, 50, so good. He landed almost sixty significant strikes in that last round. He landed fifty-three yeah. percent of his strikes. there's fifty-nine of one-eleven in round three.
3: Do leg strikes count as significant strikes? I'm yeah. not even. Do they? Yeah, they depends.
2: Yep. it depends. Okay. It depends.
3: Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I hope. I hope they count. I hope they can That's all I'm saying. Um, you know how many leg kicks? I don't, I, you, I don't know how you know many leg kicks
2: Miguel Baeza landed in that fight. What? Take a guess. <sighs>
3: Landed. Um, at least at least twenty-five, right?
2: A.K., you get a guess.
1: Uh, I mean, that was gonna be my number, but I'll go. I'll go higher because uh, I'll say I'll say thirty-five. Jose, <laughs> one one <million>. I'm forty-three. <laughs> prime numbers.
2: Forty-four.
0: Fuck, dang. 44
2: of 49 That's leg a, kicks. Dang it. I missed That's one. I was of- keeping track. That's a lot. <laughs> Your
1: counter was it. off, Jose. Your counter was off. That's I, a lot. I, That's when he Ponsidibio landed a was, like, made, landed some
2: good one. ones too. Mm-hmm. He landed 11 on them, but all of those counted. Those are all brutal. It, Deep and yeah, nasty. Is fight, this will make Miguel Baeza better. This will
1: be a fight when Miguel Baeza now goes <laughs> on like a five or six fight win streak. We're going we're gonna to look back and be like, what was his last mm-hmm. loss? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fight with like, you know, I
4: hope he doesn't uh, get a massive step up in competition again. Uh, and it, all of a sudden he's the Edmund of the welterweight division, where he was kind of earmarked as mm, his title.
3: laterally instead of
4: yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden he's zero and two against like high level welterweights, and we're like, oh, was he even good? Which clearly the answer is yes. But I would like him more. You know, you you guys know what I'm saying. I don't want yeah. him to zero and yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And, and yeah. there's there's no sh- I think there's no shortage of welterweights that Baeza could face
4: who's oh man i had someone that i wanted to watch team fight i can't remember who
2: such as him, Con- him and condo would have been really fun yeah but then like this the other part of me that's like i don't want to see condit fight a guy like miguel bay up and now he's fighting max griffin so all bets are off at this point Because Con- max is an animal I mean, too i could
3: have been just as good i mean like i said conda has got that toughness and that experience too which which what which is what i think why pons won this fight and um but either way um, but by as um, yeah, I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see both gentlemen. How, about, again.
4: how about, um, Alex Morono for by that's just, you know, what? that's actually, a, that's, like, in my internal rankings. They're probably right there. Morono's, uh, I don't would, I wouldn't say he's as violent a fighter as Ponzanibio, but he's still like a high level fighter. And he's coming off the biggest win of his career. So I think that'd just be a fun fight. Nico, Pri- though, who's, Nico perfect, Price, who's Nico Price Fighting Isn't Price Fighting Mitchell someone Tim Means Miguel Baez Tim Means That'd be a scrap too Tim Means Means fight. is fighting
2: Somebody Who is he fighting I don't know I think, Yeah Means has a fight. I think Baeza, You can't really Screw up the booking
4: Cowboy Oliver That'd be a fun fight too I
3: like Cowboy Oliver
2: I like yeah. that. Oh Danny Roberts Fighting Danny Roberts Dude Give him the winner of that mm. awesome. Or the loser awesome. Give him either one <laughs> both. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ba- Baeza can fight anybody, and I will watch yeah. and I will enjoy. It'll Where's be fun. What's Nelson doing these days? Throw him in there with the King of Kung Fu. That's always fun. Yeah, that'd but, be you know, fun. But, time. but look
3: at this. You know, we're talk- we're more interested in seeing Baeza Baeza in his next fight we're talking more about the guy that well, lost I and the guy that it's won. Harder. I think, that, I, think it, I think that's really interesting. I think it's hard
4: you know? to fantasy matchmake. I think it's more interesting to fantasy match make losers because when I, I yeah,
3: you
4: know, so like Santiago. Uh, like if Bilal Muhammad wins, that'd be a fun fight because Damian Maia is retiring. Um, hmm.
0: nah, Who's doing? Neil, Magny.
4: Oh, Neil Magny, he already beat Neil Magny. Maybe the winner of Brady and Kevin Lee, because that would, they would be ranked. That'd be a fun fight. It's that's tough. That's tough, man. It's tough because he's knocked down Neil Magny but then he got knocked out by Lee Jin-Liang, and then Neil Magny pieced up Lee Jin-Liang. There's <laughs> was like this triangle where they all just beat each other.
1: Yeah, it screws
4: up the MMA math. Yeah. And it and was then, like, then.
3: It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woodley
4: has gone. Ronald McDonald's sense. not in the UFC. Uh, Vicente Luque's probably going to have to fight way up. You know who he should have fought? Because they have beef before he dropped back down. RDA. Him and RDA do not like each other. Hmm. That's like a If you ask Guillerme, that's a lost fight for like the Brazilian Argentina MMA yeah. scene that they hate each other.
3: Really? I not yeah. I I I know discussed that was rivalry.
4: Too.
1: The stuff that fight was disgusting. It, it was. Sure if you, it was. Ask
4: Guillerme if Guillerme's on the A side or anything like that. Ask him. He's just like, oh, why hasn't that fight happened? He's been calling for that fight forever.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. What about. I, we have to do it because it is tradition at some point to mention this person's name. At least it was last year. Every show we I had to do mention it. this person. Don't, do
1: don't do it. You don't if have to do don't,
2: it. If they don't <laughs> do Magny versus Shemaev, why not Ponzinibbio versus Shemaev? Cool. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. That's, I feel like Mad- that's, that makes so much sense.
4: Ponzinibbio beat Magny if Magny's already if matched up with someone else. F it. Dude. Or he Jeff was – uh Santiago yeah. Ponzanibo was supposed to fight Robbie Lawler before they both had health issues. That's yeah, right. I, I still want to watch that fight even though Robbie Lawler's not ranked. You see? It's great.
3: Jeff Neal versus – He's right, out for – he's he's taking time off. i out for a while. He's going to be out for a while. Yeah, okay, so of well, blood well, well,
4: infection. Yeah, blood well,
3: infection. Well, am, well, am rest up for yeah, yeah. another few months. Yes. Before we start throwing right, his let's name go to out the, there.
2: Shall we? Shall, shall we go to the peeps? Sure, sure, sure. Eh, let's go to here. the peeps for a few moments. I oh, always have the last question. Up. All right, here we go. Let me see. I guess the king of kung fu is the winner of nicknames since he got the win today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. Hold
3: on a second. Hold on a second.
0: and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
2: Uh, thoughts on Montana De La Rosa's win? To me, she's an underappreciated yeah. fighter. Her groundwork today against Ariane Lipski was great. Yeah, she looked awesome.
1: Yeah, I think... um. Yeah, so we spoke about it before, but uh, yeah, she shows showed aggression. And,
4: yeah, the only knock I have on Montana Dela Rosa, and I think she's an awesome fighter, um, is she's beat. Like I think it's what Casey said with like when man and uh, when man and one, she beats the the women that I think we all kind of assume she's going to beat, and the way she's going to beat them. Uh, the, this Lipsky win, I think, was the first one I was like really torn between her, Montana and Ariana, but like she lost to Vivian Arujo, who's phenomenal. Andrea Lee, phenomenal. And then she's beating Rachel Ostovich and Nadia Kazem by submission. And I don't have anything against either women, but there's a reason they're not in the UFC right now. I think Rachel Ostovich was under 500 when she was released. And uh, Nadia's last two losses weren't the best showing. Uh, if you you know, remember, she got to kind of, she did the fake love touch and then got dropped immediately and kind of forgot how to punch. And then uh, Mar- Mara Romero Barella. I think a lot of people kind of – they're like there's should there's better women outside the UFC that should be in the UFC. So uh, it's kind of like the Marcin Tabora uh, thing I was saying where she's being all the p- people that she should be and she's lost to like the big steps up in competition. This Lipsky win was awesome and I think it's the first time I was like torn between the two opponents and then Montana s- surprised me for sure. Also, yeah. I fell into the trap of reading Guillerme's interview with uh, Lipsky <laughs> before, and she talked a bit, She talked up her wrestling and grappling a lot, so I was like, "Oh, it's a new Ariana Lipsky," and then just got stopped for the second fight in a row.
3: Well, I just thought I heard training with you no know, one of the best camps in the world, and for specifically and women, for. Yeah.
4: for- for women MMA.
3: Yeah, yeah. And like you know s I've, I've seen those photos of her with uh yeah. all the other I can't name all, of them, but all high level uh women thirty-five is fifteen or so I was like, Okay, she has a great camper on her. So uh I was I was surprised. I was surprised. Maybe
4: it's maybe it's not long enough. I think didn't uh, Johnny Walker train a TriStar for a bit and then got stopped in his first fight with TriStar and then he was like it just wasn't there long enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that
3: happens
2: sometimes. You, know? you know, uh you know I mean, benefit
1: Go ahead, Mike.
2: even in the arujo loss like you saw the improvements on the feet just from like oh, the yeah. short time she spent there well like, that's what i'm saying like she's st- beating Staying on your feet with arujo is not a good idea exactly but at least at least she yeah. you know showed some she showed something she did yeah. better than a lot of other women would have done for sure great fighter you know, you also know who the really benefited
1: player. from uh, a change of camps today that was on this card was mason jones the uh his move to alpha male because they were talking a lot about like oh he's, you know he needs to beef up his wrestling <laughs> i think michael pissing was joking about to him being from wales and like <laughs> i can't believe he would move from wales to to live in california or something so he's taking a little shot at the welsh people but or not the welsh people but the the climate in wales um and uh, but yeah you saw it's unfortunate that mason jones's fight ended you know with an eye poke um because he was he was really showing Oh, was there a question that was there a question no, that was gonna load that, that up,
3: Casey? Let's 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 talk about that eye poke. Was that a fight okay. ender?
2: I think uh, we all are in agreement on that, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, no what no else one, could he have done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fight wasn't going well for yeah, him. I, and no. Yeah, I know. I he's just, just, <laughs> he's just like, you know what? If I'm only getting half my paycheck, son, you're only getting half your paycheck. Like, yeah, yeah, this just,
1: is, I'm, do- I'm doing I'm doing Dana- I'm doing Dana White a favor here. Sorry, Mason, um, but uh, and Mason was super polite about it after. Except for I think he he didn't want to touch gloves after. I think he was a little annoyed that Pat, uh, Alan Petrie couldn't continue. But uh, when the referee was talking to him, he was very like polite. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, it my, it's my fault." He's like, "My, he's my, my fault. It wasn't intentional, but I know that uh, I should have, I shouldn't have, I, I shouldn't have had my finger probably, out there." That, 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 so he probably has a His voice
4: in the back of his head. Yeah. If I'm telling him to calm down from Fight Island. But he looked
1: he looked great tonight. Yeah. He looked great tonight. He looked he was he was putting it all together. He was on his way to either He's probably a TKO Alan Patrick or or I get a very one-sided decision win. Um oddly and he's oh 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 and one with a no contest. So uh winless in his first two appearances. I think Mason Jones is gonna be a really good fighter in the UFC. Um this is just kind of a weird uh rocky start to his to his UFC career. But um but yeah, he looked great. And I think that that going to Team Alpha Male huge huge like it really paid off it's just only a matter of time before he starts looking for the
4: guillotine immediately <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. yeah jump the ghillie wait let's talk about the biggest the, the biggest part the biggest uh the best part of the
2: night right here i love that too <laughs> yeah like I mean, the main card we, we'd only be like one fight into we're only gonna be one fight into the main card next saturday It's this still there's outside. three still five outside round fights know. Oh, there's three
4: five-round fights in Glendale. Let's not forget that. Oh,
2: so we'll see you at like 3.30 a.m. Eastern next Saturday <laughs> for the post-fight show because you still got the press conferences as well oh, to get to. I can't wait.
1: If only if Delete Saints Diopoli had, had gotten the had gotten the five-round treatment as well, eh? Gosh, it's not have, fair. Why, why did why?
4: We're going to have the main and co-main and Diaz-Leon, probably the winners and losers, plus Dana White. So we're going to have, what, seven – Press conference is coming
2: at most. It's going to be the time. <laughs> all right. Speak, s- speaking of, since nope. part of tonight's festivities, uh, all right, we'll answer this. Okay. I picked Tibora but felt really bad for Harris. Do you think he'll get cut from this or maybe one or two mm-hmm. more losses or not anytime soon?
3: I think his next fight will be, depending who the opponent is, if they give him someone outside the top 20, 25, um, if he loses that fight, then we're talking release possibility. If they give him a, like another top 15, top top 10 opponent, which they shouldn't, but if he loses against someone like that level, I think I think they'll he'll have a little more uh, rope. But it's um, not looking good for Mr. Her- Mr. Harris and his career right now in the UFC. It's very desperate times coming up.
1: Yeah, uh, heavyweights have a longer leash. It's not a very deep division. Uh, it, those who are on the lower end usually are not very good. So you and Walt Harris, beyond his storyline, he brings a certain level of excitement to his fights. He's exactly the kind of heavyweight that Dana White and the matchmakers always talk about. Where it's like one shot, like this guy's always one one flurry away from beating anyone. We saw some of that tonight. We, he definitely had his moments of uh, of, of uh, he hit a wild like falling back fist onto that was Bird, awesome. and it landed. It landed, like, sh- with shocking accuracy. I don't know if that's luck. I don't know if it's just his, <laughs> his, his how skilled he is. It really did land hard, though. You, you saw DeBuro, it to was kind of like, oh, like, wow, that really, like, rattled me. Um, and then he kind of he, he got his defenses up. But uh, that's the kind of excitement Walt Harris brings. So he'll have a longer leash, uh, one, because he's a heavyweight. Two, his fights are usually exciting. So, yeah, I think he can lose four straight, maybe even five straight. It does depend who it is, who, who he loses to. Because Arlovsky, I think at one point, was what? Winless in five fights, I believe. And still, I think, still got another chance. He is Arlovsky, but I mean, but he's got a name. These are three knockout
3: losses, big. too. I think Arlovsky was losing by like, yeah. kind of a bunch of this, lack, lesser decisions, which I don't know if it's a better or worse. Almost yeah, worse.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. Almost I worse. I don't know,
3: him. but I guess losing in exciting fashion is mm-hmm. keeps you around longer. I don't know.
1: Going I also think the Andre,
4: Andre Arlovski is him. one of those guys that will just be like, he'll just answer the phone and be like, yep, I'll fight whoever. So, hey, you, mean? you know, you send you, me yeah, check. You and he's like the check. I'll show up. Andre and 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 Olafsky is an expensive fighter. Yeah.
3: He is
1: a prize he's fighter. Not, he, yeah. He, they keep him, his managers are good on him. He's raising the average salary. All right. The UFC can point to, like, what do you mean our average salary is this high because they have guys like our Olafsky We out.
4: were in, we were in, I don't know if I told this on this show, when we were in Jacksonville, uh, we would see Andre Arlovski just bopping around everywhere, and I've never seen a man, because I, I don't even know if he had fought yet or if he was coming off his had he. No, he hadn't. He hadn't won yet. Had he? I don't remember, because uh, he won his last fight, right? If I remember correctly,
3: Bozer, right against yeah. Chase Sherman. Oh, Chase Sherman. Uh, yeah.
4: So I can't remember if he had fought or not yet, but so he. I had never seen a man smiling so much and just. For whatever reason Andre Arlovski just had a smile on his face the entire week and
1: we saw him everywhere he wasn't even doing anything he was just hanging out <laughs> <laughs> he also the other thing that keeps Arlovski relevant is he'll always be former ufc champ former ufc heavyweight champion Andre Arlovski. that's like that's something that you can always put on on like whatever the advertising or any matchup you know i i, I get every time i have to write an Arlovski fight i always i always mention it i always throw it in and, there, even though it was and. like a lifetime ago like a different era but he lost to five like being,
4: people. Yes. At one point, he lost to Stipe, former champ, Overeem, like former multiple champs inside the UFC, Josh Barnett, oh, yeah. former champ, Francis Ngannou, current champ, and most importantly, fought to a decision against future champion Marcin Taibar.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. There, there it that is. That was there, a good loss. But at what, point, at what point do champions, like, do they reach that status where it's like an Academy Award winner who's like won a long time ago? We just don't mention, like, Academy Award winner, Cuba Gooding Jr., in snow dogs for it's like at what point are you not allowed to use it never academy never. award winner academy award winner kim basinger you know what i mean it's like never. at some point the statute <laughs> the statute of i got a lot of these guys <laughs> the statute of limitations has to run out i feel like on these never awards, but no <laughs> no man you can't take not, awards away they're there
4: under the the alasky lost like, brain cells to win
3: that you can keep that forever That's true
1: it's a fight
3: game. It's a fight game. <laughs> Sharon right. Stone. Kim, I got a Kim Basinger reference in the show today. Oh, Tremendous. Big time. yeah. Mark that on the bingo card. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, Wal Harris
2: is also 37, and I think he provides value to the UFC, not just with his fighting. He's very good as an analyst. I'm glad they gave him a shot. Good. In 2020, and I hope he gets more chances to be on the desk this year. He was really good. He was
4: great. He was great for that spell of time when he was always the guest fighter in the back. Like they did before the pandemic, he was real. He was great back there. He was the guest fighter in Boston, right? Uh, yeah, he was one of them. But then, like a week later, tragedy struck. So that kind of overshadowed that whole video. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, we didn't talk about this real quick. Um, focus on the first part of this comment, not the second part, because.
2: I know Brad Arcamoa tweeted that Tom Breeze had suffered panic attacks before. Do we think it's that or was it a timing issue? Montana de la Rosa versus Ariana Lipski was bumped to the main card. Um
3: well, that's why it was bumped. I've no I idea. See. I mean, do, yeah. that, I mean that, was the, that the story? Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see that.
4: They, they they Tom Breeze just pulled out for medical reasons, but they didn't say why.
1: I didn't say why. It definitely, was, was, yeah, not it a, it definitely was not a time definitely was yeah, it definitely was not a timing issue. Uh, no, I, yeah, I was hoping that I was hoping that a fight would get bumped to the post. Let we have a Bellator esque post slim uh, Before I realized it's all it's all all on ESPN Plus, yeah, so it doesn't no, matter. The no, no, main card prelim doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, no, we can't re- we can't speculate on that. A medical issue could mean a variety of things. Yes, uh, I mean yes, it, it's it's certainly worth mentioning that he has uh, withdrawn from previous fights for those reasons. But tonight, l- again, literally could be anything. He's pretty open about these things. I think if if it is related to that we'll find out within by the end of this week otherwise if we and if we don't it's none of our business uh I'm, I'm you know whatever hopefully he's all right well, and who, uh, it his sucks business
3: his opponent's business and that's I don't know, I mean I know oh. I know who I don't know who is fighting tonight to be honest I don't <laughs> know. Oh, oh, oh. yeah um, I don't know very much about that gentleman but that freaking sucks for him mm. so uh I hope yeah I mean we got to remember these there are a- yeah
2: He's in a do or die fight too. He if he lost, he was probably cut. Um, he some paid, me? Fight I, don't, I
3: don't know how this works. I mean, I'm sure he got paid. I don't know you. Who knows? I'm sure he got paid Yo.
2: for this. Yeah, I hope so. It depends Not on the situation. Yeah, so. we'll see what happens. Um, I want to get your take on this, gentlemen, because we're we are officially on the road to UFC 263. And a big part of the broadcast tonight that got a lot of attention was an interview that Michael Bisbing did with Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. And Marvin Vittori, God bless him, and his style. He looked like my grandmother's love seat with that outfit he was wearing. I mean, just so colorful. Like, it just matched from top to bottom. The guy just crushed it. it the style was way better than the back and forth between those two guys at least in my mind it didn't sell me on the fight anymore and like with those two guys like i didn't think it like i think everything vittori said over the last like year sold the fight enough like i didn't need to see that you know what i mean that's just me sometimes it's fun this one didn't really work for me so on a scale of one to ten casey Lydon, what would you rate that back and forth that interview between those two gentlemen and michael biswing
3: uh one to 10 um i give it a solid 7 i mostly for izzy's and izzy's part because yeah i saw i don't know i mean my 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 impression like there was something in izzy's eyes or like, like like you're not like you must like like you like you really like, just just like he was just almost flustered like, i can't believe you're saying these things just I remember even oh man, I, I'm, when we talk about this fight later this week you know in our preview shows and all that stuff i'm gonna pull some clips i already pulled um from our previous uh vittori post shows and after uh vittori beat holland i was like man there's no way he's gonna title fight in that performance but then i was like i don't know he talks a lot of crap so maybe the ufc will do it i don't know timing's everything and then this reminded me of why is why he why he has this title shot because he just says things just like I won that fight. I was like, "No, you didn't, man!" Like, yeah. I mean, rewatch it. Like, it wasn't that close. A fight. You, you held, you held Izzy for a little bit. You got beat up, mostly. And Izzy, we know Izzy is much better than that Izzy that fought a few years back against Vittori. Um, I'm, I'm more hyped about it. I, I, I enjoyed seeing that mean Izzy. That kind of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it. Because I don't remember him. Izzy really coming out and saying stuff like that. About other fighters, like I'm going to finish you, like I will hurt you bad, man. You know, so I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed Brunson? And, yeah. The,
1: really Brunson's awesome. the only one,
3: yeah. but but there was a more, Costa, a com- yeah, it was yeah, almost yeah. more of a comical thing, like whatever, you know, yeah. I'm a, you and your skinny legs and stuff, you know. Uh, he was getting
4: <laughs> yeah. real. If you watch the press conference with this, no, reminded me there was no
3: humor of, with Izzy to me in this one. It was just like, no, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, the Why, Brunson, it's, it's kinda, because it's, yeah. his,
4: it's also his first fight coming off a loss. So maybe it's just a different approach to izzy like he just wants to f this dude up yeah um it remind if you watch the on sale ticket press conference with izzy and whitaker but it was in australia it was in melbourne uh so like it was like both the new zealand and uh, australian crowd was there and that was the press conference i don't know if you saw it they didn't do a lot of hype around it for like usc.com because it was one of those press conferences for the people there uh, Robert Whitaker fan brought a megaphone to the press conference so he could yell at Izzy, even though he, in case he couldn't get to the mic and it was fantastic. And that Izzy was the Izzy that was talking with Marvin Vittoria. Like he was getting mad. Uh, so it's, it was, I liked the, I liked the back and forth though. Cause uh, anytime you get two individuals and it's like, like Marvin it, English is clearly not his first language. So he's just saying things that he's heard a lot. And we find them funny. And it's like you're yelling, like, I'm not comparing Marvin Vittori to a child, but it's like when a kid only knows like five insults and you come come at him with this like perfect like exchange, and he just goes, yo, you're dumb. And you're just like, I don't know what to say that man. And then you just (laughs) and then you just like respond intelligent intelligently. He goes, Yo, you're stupid. like, okay, I feel like I'm just yelling at a wall right now. I feel like that's what Izzy was doing. Uh, I loved everything about it. It, just, it was fun. And, like, the best part was when Marvin's like, I know I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you, like, and then I'm just going to hold you on the canvas. Like, he was just laughing about it. He goes, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I'm, I love how confident you are about it. Yeah, yeah, I love how confident you are. About it's it.
3: cute. I think it's cute. <laughs>
4: you know, and then Izzy's like, and then he's like, Izzy, how are you gonna win? And then he just goes, and then you just hear Marvin go, he doesn't even know. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> you don't even know how I you're love- gonna beat me. How are you gonna beat me if you don't even know? It's <laughs> destiny. It's destiny. That's what he kept saying. I'm like, you. I don't think you know how destiny works, my man. Well, whatever. Hey, I'm hyped for, for the fight.
1: It did not. I mean, I was hoping for any anyway, I guess because it's an easy fight, um, and, and because of the natural, the, like the very real beef between him and Vittori, which is why I, I did not particularly enjoy this segment. So I'll be on the, I'll be all the, all the way on the other side of it from you guys. Yeah, I did not enjoy the segment. I, I thought it was um, not uncomfortable, but I just didn't feel like it sold the fight very well. But it's hard to gauge. So here's what I was thinking while you guys were just talking there was, it's hard to gauge the effect in this because. If you're trying to say, okay, well, would, would, would it make someone um, who's like maybe not a hardcore UFC fan or who's not, um, you know, who, who, who maybe maybe isn't isn't super familiar with either guy for whatever reason, uh, would it make them want to buy the fight, you know, purchase this pay-per-view? Uh, but then I realized this, first of all, it, it was airing on an ESPN Plus show uh, on a card headlined by Jairzinho Rosenstruck and Augusto Sakai. So are those people even watching? Um, it is on youtube it is on social media but again is this the sort of thing that someone is going to go out of their way like i'm talking about the promo specifically to watch it so it's almost not like it's almost not for bringing in a more casual audience but but that is the way i was looking at it um so maybe unfairly but i do think i do think it's not something that would that would really appeal to anyone who wasn't already playing to watch these guys fight so that's my my issue maybe from an entertainment standpoint it was okay Um, though it didn't, again, it didn't do much for me in that regard either, but from a selling a fight standpoint, I thought it was just like completely ineffective. I thought it just comes off as a little bit awkward. Um, but look, I'm, I'm on record as saying I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, um, uh, uh, Israel Adesanya's promos or or whatever, his interviews and all that. I think, I think he, he talks a lot, which is good. I think he has moments uh, of, of these strong lines, but I've never thought that he's been like a super charismatic uh, guy, not as far as talking. I think he has a charismatic aura, but as far as like actual, like in interviews and doing promo stuff, I, I don't think he's that great. I know. I know uh, Ben Duffy from Sure Dog tweeted, uh, "Israel Adesanya's trash talk might be the most overrated single skill in MMA." Obviously, some exaggeration there, but I did agree. I did agree with that tweet though.
3: Oh, I think Izzy's horrible. I think Izzy's horrible at trash talk. That's why I like no. this interview because it wasn't trash talk. This was just Izzy mm. going. I'm just gonna. Dude, I just do not like you. I am I can't I am insulted. I'm just I'm just he was I just saw that he was just insulted in his eyes. I like, I can't believe I have to like this is the way I have to make my living. I have to make a few million dollars by beating you up. Okay. You know, but, oh I'm gonna enjoy this though. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
4: Izzy's not Izzy's not a great trash talker, yeah, And I think he's yeah, just a goof. Yeah, he's just time. a goof.
3: Yeah, he's just a goof. And but when yes. it's time to fight, good luck, lo- oh. good lord. You know, yeah, like, he's the
4: most like his He's very confident when he talks, and when I hear him talk, I'm like, ah, it's not the. I don't understand what you're saying right now. But when he fights, he's just as confident, and it's like that's what sells him. He's one of those guys that I don't think he would need to talk, but whatever. Still inside. I'll never. I'll never question. Him.
1: I'll never question his overall look. I, I'm on record just saying I still think his entrance uh for the Robert Whitaker fight, the dance, I still think that's the oh. best entrance ever. I, I, I know, I, I, I know for some people sure, think. Yeah. <laughs> I know some. Oh, for UFC, yeah. I know some people think dancing is. So, I'm a big dance guy. I love dancing. I know some people think it's corny, and it's corny when fighters do it. I thought that was like legitimately. That wasn't like fighter good. That wasn't like oh for uh, for a fighter no. that was a, that was a good dance. I'm like, like like I think objectively that was a really cool dance. Israel Adesanya
4: is so a I, yeah, very good dancer. Like when That's, he went to Nigeria, great. when he went to Nigeria and they had like the breakdance circle, and then I, they were like oh Izzy come on in, and I was like oh this is gonna look bad because he's surrounded by a bunch of professional dancers. And not only did he do well, he like held his own. He was really really good. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Also, I just I really love, like regardless of the, whether he's like but he's not a good trash talker, but and you, I feel like people have told him that and he still does it, which I also appreciate. Cuz he's like whatever. I don't care, I'm still going to do it. All right, not so there's, there's, there's not fake I'll say.
2: I think I'm I think I'm more on the AKA side of the promo, but I did find some things that I did enjoy. First of all, I love the fact that Marvin Vittori is like, I won that first fight. Like he's just bought in and he's just playing that role and he's surfing the wave. I love it love so it. much. And he should always do that. And even if he loses, if he loses a 50 to 43 decision, he needs to say he won that fight too and just play that role over and over again forever he and ever. Like
1: he, We're one and one. Yeah, We're one and one.
2: <laughs> We're one and one. Let's go. Like that's what he needs to do. It's just
3: great. Um, two, just I think for the press conference, he should come out of a bill. Belt. you just buy a belt
1: ufc.com and just <laughs> walk out the belt like i'm retroactively the champion because i almost won a decision before you won the belt yeah that makes a lot of sense i actually have to do a retro <laughs> i actually have to do a retro robbery review this week of their first fight just because marvin never shuts up about it I, I, i was spoiling it. By the way, spoiler. I, I, I think I everyone should read it because obviously my 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 reviews are friggin' amazing. But uh, spoiler, uh, no, it wasn't. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Scroll to the bottom of the article. It wasn't. No. But I. But, <laughs> but uh, hey, hey, I haven't well, I haven't watched the fight in a while. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll look back on it. I I do not. I mean, from what I recall, it was not a robbery. But we'll
2: see. But find out oh, uh, why. I think the one thing that really hurt this whole thing was that it was too long it was just too long like if you want to go back and watch a whole interview you can go watch it on youtube i felt like it was like seven minutes long like these things are just like one or two questions like let them go back and forth and then get out like get out make them want more make them go see the fight i think the longer it went the less like appealing it got uh the third work. thing that really sticks out is the fact that yeah, it's a fine fight. Izzy's back and all that, but we all know Robert Whittaker's like the guy that should be in this spot. We understand why he's not in the spot, but he should be in the spot. And then the last thing that that I thought about, and it made me crack up myself up in this room by myself. Marvin Vittori is like Nick Totoro in the movie. The longest yard, like the remake. Like he just the looks on his faces, like his eyes open wide, and he just starts like randomly shadow boxing for no reason. Like that's like he reminds me of Nick Totoro in 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 The Longest Yard. Like he's just so funny. He's such a character. And it's just great. It's 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 great in like all the wrong ways. I, I felt like this
3: needed one of the if it was better produced it was it was like maybe because of covid restrictions I'm not sure why they did it that way but this needed one of those those old school like HBO face off ones it was just like Max Kellerman and at a table and both fighters on the, each side of the table and it's just go. You know, and someone basically just couldn't control the conversation because he's that's not his job. He's just I don't know, he just doesn't do that well. That, it should not be someone like annick or someone who could control it better but um, you know I'm talking about those. Eight, remember those HBO kind of yeah. with yeah, like yeah. those are yeah. great, that's,
4: you know. That, and just that's and just, very that's kind of a a boxing and BBC thing. Like BBC does that with boxing a lot now, and they did it with um, I think it was Sky Sports did it with Till and
2: mazudal mm-hmm. That was the last time I saw it in MMA. Yeah,
3: remember
2: Joe Rogan? I think it was DC and Jones. Like they it both was. they also on like director's chairs, like something like that. You just have in the middle, like it got a little chaotic and. Rogan like did his best to control it, but like something like that where it's just like the tone is and Michael Bisming's just Michael Bisming's just gonna like feed into it anyways. Like he's just gonna feed right into that fire. That's cause he loves it and he should, because that's who he is. But it's 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 kind of tough throwing him in that spot. So I get it.
3: It doesn't I mean, I'm excited for the fight, but if it does feel like a a a, mand- a mandatory in boxing, you know what I mean? When when guys just yeah. have to fight. That's honestly that's what this fight feels like a mandatory because we obviously we know Whitaker is the guy, but um yeah, but you no, know, is he's got to do what he's got to do. It's a do? good card, man, yeah. and that's fine. No, it's hard. The card is really great. great. I the card. Yeah, is great. Yeah, the There's
4: card. no. The, the only problem the is there's great. no air, there's no local fighters. It's the only problem. Really? They could. There's not uh, one. None. Ish. I mean, Kind of. I, tra- I mean, trains
1: in Arizona? Wow.
2: Not really. My yeah. last time, I, I mean, there. Brandon Moreno has a lot of ties to Arizona. If you, he, he talks Randy all about it yeah. in our in our interview. Lauren Murphy yeah. has ties if to Arizona. If you've ever
4: been here, have like South Phoenix is basically Mexico. So, yeah, that's going. For had a lot of fights. What do you say? Like six, seven fights yeah. in Arizona. Well, if you fought in an LFA, you've probably fought in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> How much fair, Henry Cejudo are we going to get this week, you think? Oh,
0: <laughs> not, not enough. God, I, 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 learned
4: Henry, I learned that Henry Cejudo lives like right down the street from me. Like he lives really close. And I've driven by his house a few times and I've, I've been like, that is a very gaudy truck. Oh, that is a ridiculous flag. And then I found out that Henry Cejudo lives there. I was like, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
2: All right. All right. I gotta look at the rest of this card. So we got those two fights. We obviously have Nate Diaz, Leon Edwards, Paul Craig, yep. Jamal Hill, Damien Mayab, oh, Muhammad. Muhammad, Carlos Philippe versus Jay Collier. You know that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be Jed Mishu's fight of the fight of the yeah. night. Uh, Ferreziem versus Luigi Vendramini. Hakim Duado versus Mavzar Evloev. Oh, that's a great oh, fight. That's good.
4: Injected that's, uh, into look. my body.
2: <laughs> uh lauren murphy joanne calderwood huge fight yeah. at 125 probably number one contender fight uh yeah. matt Fravola, frank camacho you know that's gonna be fun drew dober versus brad riddell that's gonna be fun mm. uh stephen peterson is back he's fighting young chase hooper who will be on what the heck this week uh eric anders versus darren stewart that rematch Run and then back yep Right it back, and then the A.K. Lee people's main event, Panny Kanzad versus Alexis Davis, will kick us off. Canada. at thirty-five pounds. Dude, the resurgence. Alexis Davis. Next
3: week is going to be so freaking crazy. PFL. Holy, Kalisha Cal- Shields is debuting. Anthony Pettis is coming back. Um, Brandon L- Longney. Kayla Harrison. She, is that on like, next
2: week's card? No, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. No, that's, versus, two weeks. Um, that's two weeks. So my apologies. Yeah. My apologies.
3: Another – This is Pettis. A, another, this another is part. Pettis. But Pettis is yeah. fighting. And like the PFL card is pretty, pretty good. And then you got that Bellator card right after. No, no. Dougie Limes is fighting.
4: Yeah. You know what's going to be even Wednesday? What's Wednesday? Like two me- two
2: media days. Ugh. You got a media oh, day. I got a media lovely. day. But listen. But listen. Don't worry about it. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. You can live stream Jose's – I will I will tape mine and then I will send them over so we don't have to worry about it. We're gonna have a different we're gonna have different interviews, all different conversations. The social the team the, that, the, the,
4: the social team that will be clipping up all of these videos send sends the social team just like a six pack of beer to get us through. <laughs> Dude, you got it. Let we'll
3: me make before
1: we I know we gotta sign off soon, but and I don't know if I'm gonna get a chance to say this. So I don't say this. This is for you PFL. This is time for you you guys the PFL. <laughs> Uh, get your get your scheduling right, because this isn't right. Clay Collard beats Anthony Pettis, definitively beats Anthony Pettis. And then he's the first. And then Anthony Pettis is headlining this show. And Clay Collard is the first prelim. And the same thing with Caitlin Young. Caitlin, Caitlin Young picks up a really good win over Cindy Dandois. Now, Cindy Dandois is headlining that show against uh, Kayla Harrison, the, the 17th show, I think, against Kayla Harrison and caitlin young is uh opening up the prelims so uh, i'm a little biased i interviewed both fighters not that they're they great entries i really enjoyed it i was really excited to see them win uh and then to see them relegated to the for their victories after the victories to the first fight on the prelims of their respective what come on pf i understand name value i know pettis is a bigger name than clay collard but c- can we have some some merit could he not at least get on the main card no
4: <laughs> no it's
1: just this, no. this is insane
4: that's not how life works.
3: This is punishing for Anthony Pettis. Yeah. <laughs> is is <laughs> Bubba Jane Jenkins it. on
2: the main card? Yeah, he's uh, he Coleman. is
3: on the main card. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking at typology, but I don't know if that's a correct fight.
1: As far as I know, as I
4: know word, but I, I think Clarissa Shields' fight goes into the Bubba Jenkins fight.
1: Goes into... Okay. Is Clarissa not the main event? No. Coleman. You sure? No, third fight. Third fight. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't think she's the main. I spoke to her opponent, Brittany Elkin, uh, and she was under the impression that it was the main. But I did. I checked it in with the PFL, and I think they said they couldn't confirm that. So may, I think so. Maybe it's is possible the main event. I think Pettis is the main event. I mean, he's, he's the, the he's the main event of this week's card for sure. The tenth, yeah. I yeah. believe he is. And the main then event. I think yeah.
4: Bubba Jenkins and Bobby moffitt is the co-main, and I think Claire Shields is the third fight.
1: Dude,
3: Machine Held and um, the Canadian Gangster on the PFL card—that fight rules, dog. That's gonna
1: be a
4: great
3: fight.
1: Lance Palmer, look, I support the PFL. I I call the PFL out of love. I'm, I'm like number one PFL advocate guy over here. I I think the PFL is is really good, and I, I think more people should watch it and. and 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 look, where else can you go to know how fast someone is punching? Speed right. strikes every, every time I watch tonight. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh gosh, was that was that punch 12 miles an hour? Was 11 miles an hour? I wouldn't have to ask if I was watching the PFL. There'd be a graphic on screen telling me. So uh, UFC, come on, let's get that some ground. The that panel on. was 11.6 miles an hour. Dang. What was the what was the PSI on that that choke? How, like, what was the PSI on it? Should he have tapped? Because I got in the PFL. There's a PSI of like 50, and he didn't tap. So. Oh, no, no. No, don't play me off. But
2: <laughs> I will say PFL's broadcast team is phenomenal. Mm, really yeah. good. And Florian, They, uh, they, they spent uh, a
4: copious amount of money on their uh, arena or cage or whatever. They have like a screen that goes like 360 degrees around the top. It's like a million dollars. Pretty insane.
2: wild. Wow. And Sean O'Connell, I think is the most underrated play-by-play guy in MMA and he's a former fighter, which is even crazier.
4: He had a radio show. He had a radio show in Utah for a long time. Um, So that's right. He he got, he got reps in. So like people assume he just jumped into it, but he got a lot of reps in before he hopped over to PFL.
2: Yeah. And it shows. no doubt about it. Well, you know what that music means? It means it's time to go. We covered this event quite a bit, but don't worry. You think the weekend's over? The biggest winners, in my opinion, are Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul because they are get all the attentions on them. Breaking will, Jarzini will, got will performance Will Floyd Mayweather walk time. away
4: with his win bonus?
2: Find out tomorrow on Showtime. Godspeed, everybody. For Casey, Jose, a.k.a. Mike Heck. pleasant dreams.
3: Pleasant
0: dreams. Happy birthday, <laughs> AK.
2: Love it.